What's up, guys? Welcome back to Kind of Funny Spider-Man in Review. That's right. We are watching, ranking, and reviewing every Spider-Man movie to ever exist. I am Tim Geddes. This is Andy Cortez. Hey, guys. We got Kevin Coelho. There we got... Who are you today? I'm still Greg Miller. Okay, Greg Miller. I'm just... Wearing a mask. It's just—it's oh, been a while. You're it's a fan. Been, anyone can I'll wear the mask. I'll tell you what. Exactly. You know, they are painful to wear. I don't <laughs> yeah. know how my friend shirtless Spider-Man does it. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. He drinks a lot. Mm. Does he? Yeah. Does he have a problem? Yeah. Well, I don't know that he has a problem, but every time he comes in, he, he just smells. Sweating. He <laughs> smells like, like accusation. <laughs> and rounding out the group, Nick underscore Scarpino. Hello, everyone. It is good to be back, my friends. Yeah, the we're first here. kind of funny in review in a long time. Yeah. It's been a long time without you. Said, you said, I hate this show and I'll never hate do it, it again. Never fucking will do and it I said, again. With the support of patreon.com slash kind of funny, you will. Tim. Oh, yes. And will we are. Ladies and gentlemen, this is kind of funny. Will I am. Also, for the first time ever on the, the ones and twos on the boards back there, we got Bear Courtney. Yay! Yay! Oh, wait, does I, he get to chime in and stuff? No, yeah. No, I, no, 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 you don't. Absolutely no, not. You don't, even you don't, get, a, you don't get a voice in this organization. Kevin just got his own show. In. He's been working here four and a half years. <laughs> you can get this show each and every. Oh, this is going to be something. Oh, what's the schedule now? Tuesday at. Every it. Tuesday, we record Tuesday, 11 a.m. 11 Tuesday, 11 a.m. Live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. Then it goes up as a YouTube video and on a podcast. You just got to search for kindoffunnyreviews. Tim, correct me if services. I'm wrong. If you go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, you can get it ad-free as well on Tuesday. You can get right? the show ad-free. That is that is so true. Yeah, yeah. That is Did so I just true. remind you that you need to have ads to for this show? We are back. This is very exciting. Like I said, we are rounding out the spot. Spider-Man review with this episode into the Spider-Verse. Oh, very, man. very excited about it. Let's just get through the details real quick. December 14th, guess what? That was the release date. The world changed. Right around the corner. Directed by three people. We got Bob Pershichetti, Peter mm-hmm. Ramsey, and Rodney Rothman. Produced by Avi Arad, Amy Pascal, Phil Lord, Christopher Miller, and Christina Steinberg. Screenplay by Phil Lord, Rodney Rothman, and once again, the story by Phil Lord. We might remember... Mr. Phil Lord from things as the Lego movie mm-hmm. and 21 and 22 Jump, Jump Street, Street. Mm-hmm. which and, makes a lot of a little bit of solo and a little bit of solo <laughs> a little bit of solo the good parts yeah. <laughs> of solo you can you Just can imagine but what I the reason I read so many names there is that I appreciate that this movie it was very much a collaborative effort and once it came out I there's been a lot of behind the scenes like Twitter videos of like a lot of the artists and a lot of the animators and the the sound designers and stuff. It's like I feel like this movie is kind of giving a, a platform for the behind the scenes guys in a way that we haven't really seen before. And I love that it's not just directed by then one name. It's I don't like think, they're like we're gonna share the efforts here. Yeah, I don't think we've seen a movie like of of this scale come out where so many of the creators are coming out. It reminds me of like when a game is released and all the artists say, oh, I could finally show everybody what I've been working on. Mm-hmm. That's what this feels like. Like There's been so many awesome clips learning like, oh, this uh, they're on ones and twos, you know, animation. Well, yeah, 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 it's yeah. fucking awesome, dude. It's really And cool. then things where the, how they did the, recorded the fucking... I hate Nick so much. Yeah. Recorded the audio yeah. of like the launch scratching <laughs> where during the action scenes where they're fighting and where they're uh, going through the city and stuff like all of that was like live mixed where they were doing the sounds to react to whatever they were doing using uh, record scratches of pre-recorded sounds like they took the spray paint sounds and took from the earlier scenes and scratched that as Miles is like jumping off of things. Fucking cool as hell. Really interesting. Yeah. Uh, a budget. Whoa. Anyone can wear the mask. <laughs> <laughs> a budget of $90 million. Do they smell? Uh, yeah. Which, Nick, 
Do you, in reference, he's like, really do you, drunk when yeah. he is that a lot? That's not a lot for, for. I mean, I guess for an animated movie, yeah, that'd probably be a lot. I'd have to look up what like Pixar does, but this thing stands out, man. Like, they, for whatever reason, um, they knocked this out of the park. The visual style of this is is freaking amazing. The cast is amazing. It's. I mean, I, and I want. I immediately walked out. I was like, I want to see this movie again, and I want there to be a sequel in the works immediately. It's so shocking that they Sony took a risk on this style mm-hmm. and dove in. And I wonder whether they just knew they had faith, or whether it was like nothing else has worked before. Let's try this. What's up? What's the yeah? Tell what's the budget yeah, for Incredibles two? Barrett, look up the uh, budget for Incredibles two, and let's see what that looks like. Oh. I feel like that's a good <laughs> litmus. Right? Like that's the one that just came <laughs> out. Yep. By the way, I watched that. So go to box. Uh, wait, no. What is it? Movie Go, figure it out. go to eatmybox.com. <laughs> Eat my box vomit. Box office mojo. Yeah, that's it. Box office mojo. That'll give you a breakdown of like price and stuff. But this movie was also in development for a long, long time. So this might be a higher budget. Yeah. What's interesting about this movie is that it was announced a long time ago. Like when we knew that there was this new lineup of Spider-Man movies happening, we knew Mm. we were getting Homecoming. It was like after the the Marvel deal went, and we were all so scared. That we knew it was going to be Ultimate yeah. Spider-Man, and yeah, it was going to yeah, be a cartoon. Which is exciting. I wasn't scared. I really? just thought that it was going to be whatever. Oh, I thought I was it wasn't so going to be a real effort movie. I thought uh-huh. it was going to be more similar to the the DC, like, straight-to-DVD. Yeah, the animated movies. Streaming, yeah, animated yeah, yeah, yeah. movies. Which are, like, I'm told, very good. But they're they're hit or miss. It's hit or miss, oh. you know? Uh, and I thought uh, that this could have been hit or miss. And public. I feel like this was on a whole other level. Like, this is, in my opinion, in the conversation of best animated movie. Like, I feel like this could get the... Oscar I think so too. It did some it really, really cool stuff. You say that, but historically, Pixar—if they made a movie that year, they get it. Like, I hear you, but and I mean, they did I Incredibles too this year, which was but, great. Yeah, it was no, great. I'm not, no, I'm not saying nothing against Incredibles mm. too. I just think we're talking about Into the Spider Verse. Like this movie is insanely good. I have not mm-hmm. seen anyone, and I'm not looking for it, but be like, ah, wasn't that good? Or yeah. the, but usually, what I'm seeing is. You motherfuckers, oh, these are tweets. You motherfuckers have hyped this up so much that I went there thinking there was no way and it somehow exceeded my expectations. Same here. Yeah. I had the same feeling. because I, I cried for, twice now watching it. You know for a mean? solid week, the movie came out, like, I, I guess people saw early screenings. I know yeah. Barrett went early. Um, a lot of other people went Say early. That. And I was like, there's no way that <laughs> this movie can live up to the hype. And it did. It was just incredible. Just to go back to production budgets, just looking at a quick, a cursory mm-hmm. Google search of animated production budget, budgets. How to train your dragon. <laughs> $165 million production Jesus. budget. Kung Fu Panda, $130 million production budget. Money well spent wow. there, by the way. And I wonder... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shrek, the original Shrek, $60 million. But those are all, like, really old movies. Do you have any more newer dates on there? I got a rough number Toy for Story Incredibles 3, $200 million? For Toy Story 3? Incredibles 2, Barrett rough number, Barrett? says... Incredibles 2, roughly $200 million. Yeah, that sounds about right. Can they right. hear you, Barrett? Yeah, they can. So $90 million for a production budget. Not that That's much. That's really low. Not that much. And yeah. I think that it's obviously... I don't know if a lot of budget goes into the voice talent for these things. I have to imagine so, especially for Toy Story three, where you're getting you're bringing Tim mm-hmm. Allen out of the fucking crypt. Oh, and putting it back on he loves doing it. How much do you think Chris Pine cost to get that cameo? For as little as he was, in probably the not movie. that much. Who was he in the movie? He was Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Spawn Spider Man, which is fucking awesome because all of us when we were watching the movie were like, "That doesn't sound like Nick Johnson." Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It, we're just like that sounds like Chris Pine. <laughs> and then later when the the credits came, I was like, "It's fucking Chris Pine!" And like that's awesome. That's Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. Sorry. Yeah, some of the, oh, he's, he's Nick, he's Nick and New Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. and he's Nick in real life too. The cast was insane for this. We got Shamik Moore as Miles Morales. Jake Johnson is Peter B. Parker. Which I thought was a, a fun little name thing there. Haley Steinfeld uh, was Gwen Stacy, wow. which I didn't recognize her. Yeah, she's awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and the voice, love her. Saw her in Bumblebee last night. Did I like it? I did. 
Oh, I forgot it came save out. It, tweet, save, save it. Save it. Uh, Mahershala Shit, Ali is Aaron Davis, which is fucking <laughs> rad. And that was and that wasn't awesome. that wasn't really advertised. And I think it was because they wanted the surprise of like, oh, the Uncle Prowler is the yeah exactly the or whatever. Um, and then going through hey. Lily Tomlin as May Parker, that was great. Zoe yeah. Kravitz as Mary Jane Watson, John Mulaney as Peter Porker, and like, good lord, the could you pick a more perfect <laughs> voice? Uh, Kimiko Glenn as Penny Parker and Nicholas Cage as Peter Killed Parker, Spider Man. So noir. good. Yeah. Killed it. He was so good. Are we, are we in spoilers? Do we spoil the show? I can't remember. Uh, not yet, show. Not yet. Show. Wait, I thought. This isn't like this isn't this is a traditional interview, not a hey review. What at was the his same part? So was like he's like take this, this will fit your pocket, or that was that was John Mulaney's yeah, yeah, yeah. that fucking like. And then the Rubik's cube. Bit. I don't understand. I'm taking this. I don't understand. <laughs> it. So funny. <laughs> can't see color. That, that's another note uh, about interview the show as it goes on in the future. We changed the day to Tuesday because we want to give people the weekend to watch the new movie if it is a new movie, yeah. and so that we can talk about it a bit more. Like full spoilers mm. not having to worry about the like the did we like it or not it's like no no we're going yeah, we're, in and it's going to be we're very review. much doing it right in the in the style of what MCU in review was mm -hmm. where we're watching these recapping these ranking these mm -hmm. it's not so much about our knee jerk reaction um moving on so okay, now, hold on. have you read or seen this there, there was a i saw somewhere a rumor that Tobey Maguire was supposed to be like the Spider-Man that opens this up, Chris Pine Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. uh, that's supposed to be Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. And that did they approach him or did they not approach him? From what I understand, and I feel like right now there's a lot of fake news out there, fake of like, news, like you know, comic book resources and shit that just make up headlines essentially that are like just trying to get the clicks of stuff. Yeah. But uh, it, from what I understand, the real story to be, yeah, both Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire were in talks to be significant parts of this movie and then they were like let's back off we let's not overshadow that would have been a bad idea miles's story here like let's make it more yeah. about that and like let's keep them if there's a sequel or anything we can like pull gotcha. up the, gotcha. the guns okay. the, the, the thing, the thing with sense. that is it's so that's such a loaded thing right having toby mcguire in it is has oh, comes with so much movies? baggage <laughs> oh no but that's the thing like it's i mean real talk though like a lot of people like those movies a lot of people don't like those movies they myself included like well. well i mean either way that that brings in an, another element that I just don't think this movie needed. It had so many great cameos. It would have overshadowed them. It's, it's but here's there's my, no point to it. I hear you, but I still and I I'm not don't think you're 100 percent wrong. You know what I mean? But the fact that they put Chris Pine in there as like oh that was cool. I think in the same way, if you would have opened it, and it was like Tobey Maguire being like I'm Spider Man. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then it is like the, the stuff he talks about in the beginning, right? Save the city, just punch the card, like in the upside down kiss. Like they're clearly referencing. Iconic Spider-Man movie moments, well, yeah, I agree. and comic book moments as well. And so, though. for him to get killed and everybody to come out and be like, "Holy shit, that was well, awesome!" I mean, it wasn't that Spider-Man though, and that's why it's kind of Spider-Man. And that's why I'm glad they didn't use that voice because like now one day they, they can actually yeah. do that Spider-Man. Yeah, I, and that's what I'd prefer because like once you see he's blonde and stuff, I was just like, "Oh, this is interesting." Because I thought they were right. gonna go the more this is Ultimate Spider-Man from the comics, but mm -hmm. with a. Uh, some of the story elements of the Tobey Maguire movies. Mm -hmm. yeah. Once that happens, I'm like, oh shit, they're just really like, we want this a fresh, a fresh start here. That's good. Yeah. yeah, good point. Good and point. my initial thought was like, man, his hair is super light brown. <laughs> really light brown. <laughs> it's almost blonde like Tim's. I yeah. fucking hate you. <laughs> a runtime of an hour and 57 minutes. And so going back to the budget here, $90 million budget for this. Uh, and currently the box office, th there's been a lot of scuttlebutt on Twitter saying of like, oh, this movie's not doing as well as it should. Go see really? it. Really? And that, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah a lot of people are saying that. Um, and it's like, that's true. Go fucking see this movie. Support this movie so we get more animated movies of this quality. But it's doing pretty well. Right now, as of January 6th, it's at 275. Nice. Uh, yeah, so doing pretty well. Fantastic. Yeah. And I do want to say, I saw it yesterday again. Uh, middle of the day on Saturday. What the fuck's he doing? Totally filled theater. 
Um, and so, in three weeks afterwards. Yeah. So crooked. And I think that, ho- or hopefully, That's once we get point. into the award season and people are talking about this, because whether or not it wins Best Animated right, Movie, right. I do think it's going to win a lot of awards I, for... It better win. I think it should. I think it should. Because, like, audio. not only is it a phenomenal story, it also does really cool things. Like, they did experimental stuff with animation, and it worked out. Mm-hmm. So... Greg? Yeah. Hit me with that sweet, nasty plot. All right, cool. So well, when I like to think about this recap, I think of it very much like Into the Spider-Verse, right? Like I was shuffling a deck of cards with all the plot points, and they all just went everywhere. Mm. So feel free to chime in and stop me. We start with Spider-Man, right? Our Chris Pine Spider-Man mm-hmm. recapping who he is. And he's been Spider-Man for what? He says 11 years? Uh, yeah. 20 years, I think he said. No, no, no that's, no, that's, that's the other He's 27 at this point. I think he says point. 10 years? He dies. Yeah, it's right around that part. He's still in the he's in the prime of his career, but it gets fucked up because I'm still thinking of Insomniac Spider-Man. I know, that's eight what years it is. It's not eight years. It's 20 years for Peter B. Parker, we know. Yeah. Anyways, though, he's having a great time. Everything's fantastic. He's Spider-Man. Hooray. Everybody loves him except certain people who we'll get to later. Mm. But we get the really funny fucking lines. And again, we want to talk about how well this was done in how you're like in the theater like is that Chris Pine I was like this doesn't sound like Nick from New Girl mm-hmm. right because yeah. I had heard this monologue from Nick from New Girl and one of the things where they're talking about the popsicle and all that jazz yeah it would, it's, it's all there but now it's Chris Pine and it's great and what a great little swerve you know what I mean to set up the world being a little bit different uh, anyway Spider-Man's there Spider-Man's the Spider-Man you know hooray but then there's Miles Morales who for some reason didn't watch my Instagram stories and get on the Swaley train early so he doesn't know all the lyrics to this Post Malone right. song that Swaley's in also Swaley has a monkey in this world I assume as well which I don't think is legal, and Swaley should not have that monkey. Someone needs to animated dude. Swaley I mean, doesn't rules give out a the window. shit about legality. Yeah, yeah okay. you know he will. All right, he right. will. A lot of people will. Watching this R. Kelly documentary right now. All right, let Crazy. me tell you, the legal Whoa. shit catches up to you. Yo. Swaley, be careful with this monkey. Anyways, Morales here. He doesn't know the lyrics to it. He's got parents. That's great. They go downstairs. <laughs> he, eats, he eats this food out of a giant pot that I didn't understand, but I saw a lot of people who uh, are also Puerto Rican being like, "Oh my God, my mom makes that dish," and this is one of the many reasons I love this movie of a people of color and like they're bringing it in. It's actually authentic, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's awesome." Yeah. Anyways, though, Miles is gonna go to school, but he doesn't go to the same school he does. He has to pack a suitcase. Why? Doesn't make sense. Of the first part but then you get very it. confusing very confusing right yeah especially yeah. when okay sorry i'm already interrupting you doesn't matter the scene with the with the, with the over the top scene which is really cool like uh fast forwarding sort of time lapse where he's in bed and his roommate is on the computer my initial thought was like who the fuck's this kid yeah, yeah. i did yeah, not un- i did not understand what that <laughs> was at all he goes to a boarding <laughs> school still in new york city but just far enough away from his parents because he, he got into this special school using the test he is uh, a scholarship kid though so it's a weird thing uh but he has to walk by his old school everybody's like hey man and miles is so cool he's just the coolest kid he's putting up his graffiti stickers don't listen to cool greg don't do graffiti yeah. he's putting up his graffiti stickers everywhere and ooh, that's happening and then he trips and then the whoop whoop and it's his dad and his dad whoop, puts whoop, him whoop. in the cop car because his dad's a cop and his dad doesn't like spider-man when they start talking about the Spider-Man stuff and it's very funny all that stuff and then he takes him to school we get that I love you thing we saw from the trailer and, and that, that's Such something that scene. I really love is that a lot of times we see trailers for movies and we see the movie and it's just like oh they used all the best parts in the trailer or it's like oh that was funny but I've heard it too many times in the yeah. trailers this movie the jokes all landed for me it's like every yep. even the things that yeah. we heard I feel like they tweaked them enough or like the punchline was in a different place where, like, it felt fresh. Yeah. So fucking cool. Speaking of fresh, Greg Way, oh, Miles damn. goes into school and he's not fresh. Nobody likes him mm-hmm. here. He's 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 the odd man out. Nobody wants to be his friend. It's very sad. It's mm-hmm. very, very sad. Very sad. Uh, he comes to class late. Hilarious joke of, of him pointing at the, the girl and being like, uh, I like what you're wearing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It was a guy. 
I like that. Whatever. Hey, whoa! I'm just saying, if you want to step into my recap ring, brother, you better bring the recap juicy bits. All right. He's gonna go off on you, man. I know. I see I got a lot of pent up recap in me. The red. He's late to class. He interrupts the thing, talking about parallel dimensions and all this stuff. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, uh, Olivia up there on the screen. We just see Olivia doing Where does she work? Thing. She works Alchemax. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Thank you which, very much. if you are a Spider-Man comic reader, you'll know is essentially the like Osborne stuff for 2099. Yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah. Cool little things. Weird Al works, eh? And that's, that's my contribution. For the Thank show. you. <laughs> You're yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, his bad joke gets a laugh out of Gwendolyn or whatever they, she fakes her name to be. Gwanda. Gwanda. Thank you very much. They sit down. They talk. They talk. They flirt a little bit. It doesn't happen. Whatever. Uh, school day goes on. Congratulations. Life sucks for Miles. Uh, we probably cut away somewhere in here to see Kingpin's doing bad yeah. stuff, right? He's setting some he's setting bad stuff up. up. Yeah, he's, I love how he looks. Oh, he's awesome. I love that they just were like, fuck it. We're going with this like super unrealistic. Voiced by the design. bad guy from Scream as well, right? Oh, so the guy from uh, uh, Sabretooth. HB, yes, HBO's Lieb uh, Schreiber. Yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shout out to your voice, Lieb. You know he's what I mean? Great. I remember he's watching he's Scream so and being like, this guy will go nowhere. And then it turned out he had golden pipes. And so every time he walks up to a microphone, he goes, <laughs> and then just gold comes out. Oh, gold no. comes out. Yeah. His, voice, his voice juice. If you're an audio out. listener, you need to watch the video where Greg Miller just jacked <laughs> off his neck. <laughs> I'm leaving really really I, 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 I love the veins popping out, too. Oh, dude, I don't. I'll tell you what. You know what I mean? A lot of people look at people like The Rock when they lift and they're like, man. Rock must use his arms a lot. As someone who uses his neck and vocal cords a lot, that's where like 90% yeah, of my veins yeah. are. Mm-hmm. You look in there and it's like one of those fucking things from the Blair Witch. <laughs> I don't know what you I, I don't know what he's talking about either. <laughs> the little weird twig. Nick knows, man. Nick's a movie buff over I, here, all right? I've never seen Nick so quiet and just kind of absorbing everything right now. It's just that you're it's a lot a to while. take in for yeah, that. juice. <laughs> coursing through your veins. Anyways, this fucking movie's still going on. So <laughs> Miles, <started>. just, <laughs> Miles goes back to his room. He's got to work on a great... Exp- oh, yeah, that was the thing. The, the, the professor's like, hey, you, you, you got every fucking question wrong. That's impossible. You're trying to fail out. I won't let you. Very Great. sweet, very cool. That's yeah. a good professor right there. That's a good teacher. Also, good character development of showing like Miles is smart. Oh yeah, like he, yeah, yeah. he's very smart, and it's like they didn't need to like hit us over the head with it. The right. first, I, I the really first thing them. I didn't. Oh, sorry. That was just, first on. thing I didn't notice uh, initially when I first saw it was I didn't realize that it was true and false. I, I kind of just misunderstood. I thought it was a multiple choice. I was like. Well, how do you know he got got them all right? (laughs) That's what I liked about the logic of that, right? She was like, in order to have gotten all, statistically, this was almost impossible for you to get every single one of them wrong, which means that you must have known the right answer to all of them to get all of them wrong. Yeah. So that she gave them 100 instead of a zero. She just wrote through the one zero zero. I was like, that's that's clever. That's clever. Once I missed three and a teacher put a cigarette on him, no big deal. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You went to Catholic school too. (laughs) (laughs) I did. Uh, So Miles goes and he's going to write his paper, but he's not. Instead, he's going to go hang out with Uncle Aaron. Uncle Aaron seems like he's very cool. We go to Uncle Aaron's crib. They talk. They make popcorn. It's a very awesome relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What's so cool about it, though, is... Great apartment. Like We talked about this earlier, but this movie is so authentic. And you know, growing up with someone that may or may not have been involved in the graffiti... Uh, like him having his little black book and just doodling in it and yeah, drawing it and it's like the great expectations yeah. like essay that he's supposed to write like he was just doodling like no expectations or whatever I'm like this is fucking cool like they, they really looking, it's yeah. not just like oh we're gonna get graffiti in there it's like they nailed the elements of it mm-hmm. from the stickers to the book to like the, the throw up the pieces and stuff I'm like yeah, wow yeah. Yeah, like I, sitting next to my brother and he's just like he didn't say much not he doesn't really the say theater, much but like, he yeah, he really. just, he's just like 
Yeah, I saw a Brian right, Altana cool. tweet that like, you know, this movie really made him miss New York hip hop and graffiti. That just the whole vibe that this movie yeah. really nailed down. Fucking cool. And here's where we learned the hey move, which is yeah. great. They're a great scene. So, funny. so endearing. You yeah. know what I mean? Anyways, though, they're going to go throw up a tag. So they go uh, down into the subway. They go down in this little thing and there's this area and it's great. And it's a funny thing of, you know, Miles not being able to get over the the chain link fence or whatever like Aaron was able to because Aaron did it really very Interestingly fast. Yeah, and he's like, fast. how'd you find this place? He's like, oh, I got a couple jobs down here or whatever. So he goes in there and he tags the great expectation thing and it's an amazing scene of things happening and like, you know, we're montaging around. Very cool. And the whole time there's a spider coming. Mm-hmm. What's that number on the spider, Timmy Tam? 42. Why, Jackie Robinson. Mean, Timmy Tam? 42 is just Jackie like, it, in, the, in the comics they were doing experiments on a bunch of spiders. To be honest, Miles Morales' story kind of sucks. Like his origin story, it's like a little here too, or in, 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 in okay. real thing. I I think that the this movie's version is the best version we've seen of Miles and of Spider Gwen. Yeah, I forget. In 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 Ultimate Comics, it was that Aaron was running jobs and got the spider in his yeah, bag or whatever. Stuck on him, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Aaron, Aaron was the prowler, and he's like much more of a bad guy in yeah, the comics. Like, way more. even when he dies, it's like. Not, not feel good it's for him. It's not man. a good thing. Yeah. No. Uh, I'm oh, sorry. I was going to say also worth knowing 42 is the uh, answer to the ultimate question. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yep. So true. There, there you go. Uh, but no, he's like sneaking into Osborne's doing experiments to try to replicate <laughs> Spider-Man. Whoa, never jack off another man's neck. Spider-Man yeah. just died. Yeah. And so they're trying to replicate Spider-Man. And then, yeah, it was like all these different spiders and, and whatnot. And, and then Prowler's like, like the- going in to break into the Osborne thing to steal a bunch of shit. Yeah. Accidentally steals a spider. Gotcha. It, Gets miles. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, so yeah, same thing happens kind of here where the spider comes down, all's happening. Uh Miles finally goes to take a photo of his artwork. The spider goes up and we get the <gasps> and it bites him and you see all the stuff going him, and then he just the best fu- one of the best scenes in yeah. the fucking movie just slaps it and walks out without ever screaming or crying or getting the giant fucking testicle like Toby Maguire. Very yeah. family guy like comedic timing, like yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just like <laughs> happens and it's quiet. I love it. So yeah, he goes back he goes back to his dorm, he goes to sleep, we probably cut back to Kingpin and his goons or something here, maybe to no, not Spider Man. Uh, so then we go to school and we wake up for school the next day and Miles puts on his stuff. He's he's hit puberty, giant growth spurt. Pants aren't as long as they should be, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he's walking around school and he's very awkward. He can hear his own thoughts because they're popping up in the text bubbles and it's very Such interesting. Such a fun, fun way that. to do that, so too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I love that the style of the movie changes when he becomes Spider Man. Yeah. And I, and I like it. It's just, just a nice little touch of things like that. And this movie has all those, right? Like we talked about stylistically before. I just want to go back to it. Like the, the blur effect that they use, right? Uh, the the shadow effects they use all of these really just are so subtle and you don't notice them until maybe halfway through you're like well that that was you know I went and saw it again which is so rare for me with a a, a new release movie unless it's Batman v Superman and watching it again like I mean you're watching it that first time and it was the strangest thing for me of course I go to the best theater around Alamo Draft House where I have all my food and my snacks and my drinks no. It's got the perfect and, level of ambient light inside. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> right? While you're watching, it's like you're, it's like, it's like you're at a movie watching party because you're there with people that are there to have a good time, yeah. not to be like, I ate too much sushi, my tom tom. Like you don't have any also, The fact of the matter is, the screen's too contrasted. You have to have a lot of light in the theater while you're watching the movie in order to make it perfect. Do you not want good eyes? Right? Do you understand how owls work, idiot? <laughs> Anyways, though, I saw it in Dolby, and it's fucking phenomenal. What, as did I, I mean, I'm yeah. throwing it away, but what I want to do is, you know, everyone knows my own preferences and hangups, right? It, this is this is the first movie I think I've ever seen at Alamo slash probably anywhere 
where it was like literally like where I was like slamming into things on the table because I couldn't take my eyes off the screen while I ate, right? Like like I didn't want to miss anything because it's like such a visual delight. You know what I mean? But in your peripherals, you can see everything. <laughs> such good peripheral. No, so much light here. Like an owl, owl, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, 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 How yeah, does an owl's head, eyes work? Turn your head 360 degrees around right now. <laughs> science with Kev. Science, science, science with Kev. How do owl's eyes work, Kevin? I mean, they're just real big, you know? <laughs> yeah. They open up Wait, real wide. Like an iguana, right? Iguanas no, can't. The no, iguanas no, move no, their no. eyes independently. You know, what? owls no, no, are really no. fucking dumb. Owls are like the dumbest. One of the dumbest creatures. I don't, I don't know. So if that's like true. the whole make I, that clear. No, 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 no. The whole idea of like wise owls, it's bullshit. Like they have very tiny brains. They are not smart creatures. I don't, I don't think that's tell, true. One they, next they they tell me the dolphins aren't smart they either. They don't no, have the correct eye muscles to move their eyes around because they're so big. They poop. So that's why their neck can twist so much. That's why their neck twists so much. What do they do? They poop through their mouths. They spit out those they like vomit. balls they, that you break apart yeah. and you have like skulls in them and it's shit. It's really cool. It's and, very exciting. And if you're a villain and an owl, you have big eyebrows. That's always. Always. It's incredible. Also Even if you're a good, good guy, owl, owl good man, throwback. Right? He also Just has anything. Eyebrows. Penguins too. <laughs> big eyebrows. Court of the owls. <laughs> Emperor What up, Air Corn? Mm-hmm. Hey. hey. Are we done with science with Kevin? I hope so. Yeah. Science, science, science with Kev. I'm Kevin. <laughs> Turn off the lights. <laughs> I just, why don't they give us the option in that theater? Just bring gaff tape. Just don't go there. Oh, I, I, I covered up. I have thought about bringing gaff tape gaff before. Tape. Put a couple in there. Where are we at? Well, I'm at the Alamo having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> he gets bitten, bursts, uh, uh, growth spurt, it's puberty, sweating a lot. He's running around. He runs into Gwen Stacy, who he thinks is Gwanda, because she fucks it up trying to say her name. Then he gets his hand stuck to her head in a very funny scene. Then he gets it shaven off in a very funny scene. Why was she weird about her name in this? Because there's another Gwen Stacy. She knows somewhere. that there's another. This is an, a parallel world. Oh, and there okay. probably is a Gwen Stacy. God, she shouldn't say sense. Gwen Stacy. She has no idea. Yeah, yeah, at this point, she's already traveled over or whatever. We uh, don't know that yet. Speaking of which, you get into Greg's comic book club for a second. Have you read the new uh, Spy- Ghost Spider stuff? Pretty good. In the, did you read any of the Spider Geddon stuff? Make a coffee. No, Spider Geddon. Can you get me more good. water with Pretty ice? Good. Just interesting. Thanks. Can you get me a Red Bull? Uh, if there yeah. Yo, can you find me? No. Thank you. <laughs> um, so that happens. It gets shaven off. She's like, great. Shuts her little compact. That's looks fun. dope. Exactly, dope. exactly. He comes out. Everybody's laughing at him. He knows it. He has a flip out. He starts running, runs into the security guard. Security guard's like, hey, man, I know you were snug out last night. And Miles' like, fuck you, and runs past him. He's like, where? And then, you know, he's running around. He, he picks up one random room to hide in. He hides in the security guard's office, uh, locks the door. He's doing the sticky thing. He can't stop. He tear, he's a shirt. He's stuck to the ceiling. He tears off his clothes. Then he runs outside the building. He's stuck on the building. He goes from, please stop sticking to please keep sticking. Yeah. He runs around. Nobody notices except Gwen, of course, out there. And she's like, oh, that's interesting. Something cool that happens, uh, a little Easter egg, is throughout on. the movie we see a bunch of comic covers that are kind of like almost chapters in the movie. Mm-hmm. Where it's the like, origin like, stories? The, the, well, the yeah. origin stories, but oh, also... Oh, you mean like, like when he picks up Amazing Fantasy. And yeah, there's that, yeah. like the scene that you're talking about here where yeah. he's running out. It's and like he finally, when he sticks, it, when he eventually it cuts to a comic thing and it says, please keep sticking or whatever, he and gets it smiles. Into, exactly. He, when he comes around the side after Gwen sees him, he gets into his own room and picks up his roommate's Spider-Man comic stuck to his hand. And and all of those are actual, like the, whatever the number is, like it's a fake cover, but they're all real Spider-Man comics from history, but whatever is happening in that scene is, is what happens in that, in that comic. Uh, nice. Yeah, oh, so it's like, or at least it's inspired by, yeah. by that stuff, which is really cool. Awesome, uh, and that's when he puts it kind of. That's when he puts it together. That like, oh man, I'm sticking just like Spider Man sticking in the comic book. I got bit by that spider last night. I got to figure this out. He calls Uncle Aaron. Uncle Aaron's like, hey, I'm gone for a few days. I'm gonna be gone out of town. Something we missed too about uh, Easter egg. Wait, Uncle I'm- Aaron, when you get to his house for the first time, 
uh, when they're just hanging out on the TV, it's community playing. I did see that. Uh, and it's, it's Donald Glover in the Spider-Man, in the Spider-Man outfit. outfit, which is a reference to Donald Glover almost being um, Miles. Oh, well, trying to be Spider-Man, trying to be Peter Parker in the Amazing Spider-Man movies with uh, what was it, Donald for Spider-Man hashtag? I think so. That's, I think that's such a long time ago. Yeah, but then when that didn't happen, then Donald Glover became the voice of Miles Morales in the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon. Great movie. That's Great not cartoon. a movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then he is also he Aaron. Is he is Uncle Aaron. Aaron in Homecoming. Homecoming, yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, if you're watching this for the first time, we don't include MCU in this. This is all the non-MCU Spider-Mans mm-hmm. in review. We didn't say that at the front. Just yeah. think, piece of housekeeping. Although I think we're all thinking it. <laughs> Where does it rank? We'll, we'll, get, well, that's, we'll do that at the end. Anyways, um, he runs back to, it's a normal spider, it's a normal spider. He runs back into the subway down on the ground, finds the spider, it's got the 42 on it, and then he gets the spider sense for the first time. He's like, what? Like the walls explode, he falls down. It's, it's guess what? It's Green Goblin versus Spider-Man. They're mm-hmm. fighting down there. Wilson Fisk is down there. Uh, Olivia's down there, right? And they're like, oh man, we're going to do this thing with this beam, and we're going to cross the dimensions, and Fisk is like, you have to, you got to bring them back. Who you got to bring back? We don't know yet. Something's happening. What's going on? It's the big isotope genome accelerator. Is mm-hmm. what it is that allows them to go between different fucking universes. universes. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the comics, it, it's the same thing, and it looks exactly the same as the original radioactive thing that uh, oh, Peter the, Parker, the spider went when through. they were at the exhibit when he gets bit. Like mm-hmm. it's the same fucking. Much, much the look of Wilson Fisk. It was inspired from a comic book, was it? Wasn't it? Was it Wilson Fisk? Yeah, the way he looks in this movie. Yeah, huge. Yeah, I don't awesome. remember the specific one. It was okay, like a the, weird the one-off yeah. uh, series that an artist specifically designed that. But Green Goblin's look is from the Ultimate yeah. Got series. It. So they're having a gobby spidey fight as they often do, and they're b- bumbling around, slamming into things. Miles is almost always get about to get out, and then something bad happens to trap him back in there or whatever. Uh, eventually, he starts talking to Spider Man. Eventually, right? well, yeah, exactly. Eventually, they get united. They both have spider sense. Spider Man immediately recognizes you're like me. All right, cool kid. I'm gonna help you. Well, yeah, I'll show you Great how to scene. use all these powers mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. But I gotta take I'll care of this you. thing I'll first. Teach you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the they turn on the beam. Goblin forces Spider Man into the beam. This you know lets Spider Man see into a whole bunch of crap that's going on in the multi dimensions. We get a brief. I think it's on the actual uh, control screen. We see the six one six universe. We see the five universes they're pulling from to do this or whatever. At least in this one experiment, which is where everything goes wrong. Uh, they all yell at Goblin to stop doing that. All hell breaks loose. Spider Man gets out. They knocks out Goblin, but all fucking he gets mortally wounded. He goes down. Everything explodes and falls apart. Miles gets down to Spider-Man first, who's got his shattered eye and stuff, and he's like, that's the thing about, you, can you get up? I'm Spider-Man, I always get up, and he's like, <laughs> coughs, and he's like, oh, that's not a good sign, or whatever, <laughs> and he's like, basically like, yeah, hey, you gotta get it, you gotta get up there, use your powers, gives him a USB device, you gotta get up there, you gotta do this, use you gotta the goober. What do they call the goober? Does he yeah. call the goober there? No, 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 I, no. Sp- I was saving that for when uh, Peter B. Parker yeah. gets introduced, but yeah. y'all wanna just ruin the punchlines, guess what, Put everybody, at the end, they all coffee. go home, they all fucking go home, and then 2099 Spider-Man points at the other Spider-Man, great, everybody. See you later. <laughs> it's number one. <laughs> uh, Miles gets out of there, but he can't get up there. He, he don't know how to use those powers yet. Yeah. You know Can I, mean? I just say, what a fucking violent scene. So violent. Wilson Fisk, like the, the sound Bashes design him. and the way that they, they cut that, I'm like, he knocked his fucking head off. Yeah. Like That was yeah, insane. He's dead, dead. Yeah. I couldn't believe they did that. Right. Uh, of course, when the beam went haywire, we saw a wide shot of New York and like the radius coming out. 
power rolling out started, and coming like, back freaking in. freaking out like street signs. Yeah, this, there's, a, there's a thing that yeah goes all multiverse on them or whatever. That's a cool effect. <clears throat> yeah. Very cool. Not like ripples through the city. Uh, Miles sees all this, after, sees the death of Spider-Man, starts to run and makes noise. So Prowler goes after him. Prowler loses him uh, through you know a bunch of hooker crook stuff. I, does, he, does he, he doesn't use his invisibility here for the first time, does he? No. no just gets away. Just, just gets away. And that was the thing too. Once he got to the top level streets in New York, I was like, just walk, just calm down, Miles. Just blend in. You're, there's a million well, people. That, that's just watch someone die. That's something that I like about I how they handle it. I get it, but I'm like, once, calm down. Once he gets to the back to his house, like he's freaking out and crying because like he just saw somebody die, and yeah. it's like I feel like they Spider-Man. handled that well. Spider-Man yeah. specifically, but like that really, I feel characterized Miles of like where he's at, and mm-hmm. that's something I've always thought was weird about the comics is like. He was like in what, like third grade or something? Yeah, well, the comics are crazy. He was in like he's middle school. Yeah, I thought he was like, like wasn't he they like time jump him eventually? Yeah, yeah, they but do. I thought he was like twelve-ish. I th- in the comics. I think he was I'm gonna look so into long. this. I think he was like really fucking young yeah. when Peter dies, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. and he's also like but Peter's also he, really young. Isn't he there when Peter dies too, in front of like uh? Anthony's yeah, house? yeah, he's in hanging the crowd. Out. Yeah, yeah, he's in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. But isn't Spider-Man there like fifteen? When he dies, yeah, yeah, he's like sixteen. Everything yeah, is really like, young then. That's cool. That's going cool. Taking junior year or something. Anywho, yeah, he goes back to his house, cries, uh, and it, but they try to immediately. His dad's like trying to get him out of the house because he's supposed to be at school. But she's like, I think there might even be the a mom. miho tossed in here. Uh, but like, miho, get the pasa. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and then that's it, where you kind of realize, like, oh, he sleeps at school. Yeah, Boy, that's exactly. that's where it all kind of like. Does he go home on the weekends? Yes. Okay. He packs a bag to go there for the start of the week, yeah, and then yeah. The yeah. second time I saw it back home, there was a couple sitting next to me, and uh, early on, like, all right, we'll see you on Friday, and they're like, see you on Friday? Why? <laughs> like that yeah, makes yeah. no sense. Did so I was like, over? it's like I was confused cool. too. And like, Get the fuck away from me! <laughs> well, check it out. The like pitch black. I can't see you. Go away. <laughs> they left like ten minutes into the movie, never came back. And I was what? so glad because they were very chatty. Oh yeah, yeah. Those are oh, guys. No. The fucking people in the RGB. They no. don't play games and they talk during movies. Oh no, ridiculous. That's really, like really bad. Uh, while like he sleeps, though, the television breaks the news. Spider-Man's dead. They attribute it to one of the earthquakes that's been going on. There's been f- weird earthquakes. Nobody knows why. Love and seeing so, the reactions. Oh my across god, seeing all. Yeah, seeing all. They did a really good job. And then it cutting to Mary Jane giving the speech in front of everybody. I was like, oh, dude, this is hitting me in the like fucking feels oh, totally. right now. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I did. I honestly thought it was a uh, Kristen Dunst voicing her. Oh, really? I, it sounded uh, like her to me. It, I think it's a Banksy. I love that. Yeah, yeah that's that really funny. But yeah, well, so yeah, everybody's reacting to Spider Man. Everybody's mourning. Everybody knows it's Peter Parker now. Yes, there's the scene where Mary Jane and Aunt May, are, Mary Jane speaking, Aunt May's behind her, and uh, yeah, Miles, inspired by all of this, goes out and goes to a costume shop to buy a Spider Man outfit, which of course is Stan's costume shop. Stan Lee is there. You we get one final scene there with Stan Lee. Teary eyes. Exactly. Ugh. Exactly. So especially back to back with that, this, yep. the death of Peter Parker. It's like, oh fuck, man. Like, right. Y'all, y'all doing it. Y'all yeah. doing the thing. Uh, and so yeah, he puts on the suit and goes there and. I goes I like that also speech. everyone else was doing it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, in solidarity. Sure, 100%. Everyone was Everybody's going buying Spider-Man right, suit yeah. more. I like that his suit was, like, no returns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, I guarantee it'll fit. It does not fit. <laughs> it always fits in the end or something. something. Uh, but, yeah, he gets there, and, like, Mary Jane's like, it's up to all of us to continue every Spider-Man kind of thing. And Miles is like, it is up to me. Are, they are relying on me. The guy leans over, not you, literally. <laughs> I think it's a metaphor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then we get to see uh, Miles looking up, like, reading the comic book, right? Like, you're talking about it, like, uh, Peter or well, whatever. They're Spider-Man. I forget what they call them in the comic. Pushing himself to, you know, do it. Miles looking up at a building. He's going to push himself to do it. We got the cool thing of him going up the stairs, gets there, starts setting himself up, and then it's him great. coming down the stairs <laughs> all defeated. Such great building, comedy right? of, like, oh, 
god, yeah. you're short of the, yeah. like, the, the hype, yeah. Yeah. the exactly. hype up music cutting off, and it's just pitter patter up the stairs. So like it's good. just so well oh. done. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, he falls down though. He doesn't do it well, and all the stuff, and so he ends up going to Sp- uh, Peter Parker's grave, where it's all the Spidey stuff. Uh, he says he can't do it, Mr. Parker. He's sorry. Guy walks up, looks homeless. <laughs> hey, kid. Miles turns around, taps him. Venom strike. It's it's Peter B. Parker, as we'll find out, right? Oh, he he also broke the goober in the fall. Oh right, when oh, he lands yeah, on the yeah, exactly, uh, exactly. he lands Good on the taxi. Come in later. Uh, then I, this is where we get the Peter B. Par- Parker storyline. Right? Yeah, 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 like let's do this one more time, which I loved all of them. Yeah, so fucking yeah, dead. exactly. Uh, yeah, he's Peter Parker and Spider Man for twenty years. Uh, he's fallen out with MJ because, of course, he doesn't he doesn't want kids. Uh, Aunt May is dead. He's fat, and there's all these different things going on that are amazing. I love this movie <laughs> and in how it treated all. There's so many characters in this movie, but it never felt overwhelming because mm-hmm. it always is Marvel story at the end of the day, yeah. and like that. That's why I feel like this movie so special but every side character felt fleshed out felt like it had a place in a home and like all the side stories and all things i feel like everything comes full circle of like him like not wanting kids and it's like oh he he also learns he has an arc in this movie. when he has yeah. that revelation at the same time great job like, do i want kids so good yeah yeah and also just shout out to jake johnson what a mm-hmm. prince what a he crush he nailed it right. he's a beautiful yeah. beautiful person shout out to tag if you I, haven't seen tag tags go watch let's be cops by the way i watched an interview with jake johnson talking about how his characters in in movies are always kind of like the normal sort of schlub and he said no but a lot of that is just me when I show up to set I'm in slippers and I don't really <laughs> want to dress up or I'll just show up to shed and I'll, I'll show up to set in pajamas and I'm supposed to be wearing jeans but they'll be like all right you could just wear that <laughs> so like my character has become just like a schlub well, the, thing, <laughs> the thing about it of course is we have a bit of a kind of funny crossover right of like he shared the shirtless spider-man painting from nerf alice right mm-hmm. and then that led to everybody like greg oh my god you guys hooked us up with him and i dm'd with him and sent him a shirt that he posed in that it was one of my top nine on instagram or whatever but like that is a hundred percent true because i was like dude we do all this different stuff up here. We'd love to have you on a show in San Francisco. We'll fly you up. And his response was, he's like, dude, I would love to do that if they're doing a press junket up there. Otherwise, I don't leave my house. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, I respect that. Shout I respect that. You. you know Shout what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to you. Anyways, this is the introduction of him. Cops are there. They see it. They understand what's going on. Uh, Peter, of course, had webbed Miles when he venom struck him. And so now we have a whole funny physical comedy bit of them getting webbed all over the city, attached to the train, drugged through the street. Peter will wake up sometimes and they get knocked out by something else along the way. There's the awesome one of them slamming into the bus and the people looking at him like slowly sliding sliding off or whatever. This was the source of his broken nose, like hitting the street and running against it. And it stayed broken the whole movie. I was like, oh, good. I like that. The cops uh, hear over the radio ride of like a kid dressed as Spider-Man dragging a homeless body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. But eventually they get down, they go to the burger place. There's a We don't get the explanation from the trailer. This is one of the things I thought was funny. You, you noticed the cut, right? Of him being like, this soggy fry, this is your oh, weird yeah. universe, and this is mine. Oh, I look forward to that, that deleted out, huh? scene, but it doesn't matter. It's still a great scene what? of them talking. This place closed six months ago yeah. or whatever, and it's like awesome. I, was, I, I so love good. that part. Yeah, I mean, like, this place in thing. my world is closed, so I'm <laughs> yeah. here. It's like, fuck yeah. I love, I, I just love the phrase of, can you spot me? I'm not very liquid right now like it's yeah, just yeah, 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 yeah. it's such a funny line <laughs> it took bad investments right <laughs> well, don't a restaurant TGI, TGI Spice. <laughs> <laughs> people want a spider themed restaurant so I love him crying in the shower yeah, in that yeah, montage yeah, yeah. it's, yeah, like, it's so, so perfect an easter egg at some point that was around here is sure. Miles looks at his phone and you see all the, the contacts and oh, it, Bendis you see B there. Bendis and Sarah Pacelli who are the creators like artists and stuff of, of Miles um, you also get D Slot for Dan Slot, who's like the writer and inventor of Spider Verse. Um, the comic and Jason 
Reynolds, who wrote the novel Miles Morales Spider Man. Very cool. Cool That's stuff. Cool. I only know, I caught Bendis. I didn't see the others. It's crazy. Um. So yeah, and then all right, we have the speech outside of the building or whatever, where it's like Spider this Spider Man. Uh, just Spider-Man from here on out. Does, Peter B. Parker doesn't want to take on Miles. He just wants to get back to his own universe. Miles mentions the Kingpin stuff, the Alchemex stuff, and the the USB, which is revealed to be the goober. That's what he calls it all the time. There's always he's like, there's always an end of the world event. There's always enough time to do something else. Though I love Gary Wood's tweet about that, where he said, uh, "We're just going to call what's the, what's the film McGuffin, terminology? McGuffin, We're going to call every call McGuffin McGuffin now just the goober." goober. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so yeah, Miles guilts him. They, you know, he needs to learn all stuff. And Peter's finally like, all right, cool. You can, I'll take you along. You can do this. Blah blah blah. Uh, and then it's like, cool. Are we swinging our way to upstate New York or wherever the fuck they had to go? And Peter laughs, and they just get on a bus. And it's just great. He's, he's, it's just awesome stuff. Like you gotta save your legs. You'll thank me later. Blah blah. blah. They get outside of Alchemist. They're on the bus, like kind of in costume. Yeah, yeah. but and again, in this world, like, Peter Parker's dead. So why would yeah, anybody think? Why you know what I mean? Yeah. It's really, but it also, but it also plays into the laziness. Of oh, sure. Yeah. So funny. Uh, they get there. They look inside. They see, uh, okay, this is where it is. We're going to go in there. We're going to get what we need to do. Get a bagel. Real funny stuff. All right, cool. Spider-Man goes off on his own, but then Kingpin rolls up. So Miles feels like he has to go in as well. They meet up in the air vent. They figure it all out. They go down. They get into Olivia's office while she's getting yelled at by Kingpin. Uh, there's this great scene of like, all right, we got to get this stuff out. You can turn invisible. You can get it out while I distract her. Log in on that jazz. Olivia comes in. She's excited to be Spider-Man. Not not at all perplexed that Spider-Man's there. She's very much been waiting for this kind of thing and very interested in all What is of her it. name? Olivia? The one that, the... The voice actress? The voice actress, yeah. Oh. Um, she's she's the really, really horny woman in, in Step Brothers. No. In Step Brothers, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think she was... The Lily Tomlin plays uh, Anne May. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, this yeah. actress, and I want to know Catherine Hahn. Thank you. That's it's right. so... She's in Parks and Rec, right? In everything yeah, she she's is. in. Can you show she's me a photo so of her? Good. I don't know. She I don't is. know. I have you, no reflex. No. You watch Parks and Rec? Brer, no. can you pull up a picture of Catherine Hahn, please? Um, she was in, I believe she was in that Jeremy Piven movie, The Goods, where she is trying to have sex with Rob, I think it's, the, I think it's Rob Riggle, but he plays a guy, a kid who has that disease where you just look really old. Jesus. <laughs> uh, anyways, though, this is all happening. She pushes uh, Spider-Man into a chair. It locks. She turns out that she's Doc Ock. What that a moment, awesome. man. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so cool. Like, I did not expect to be surprised by this movie yep. by, yeah, yeah. by anything. Because I'm like, I'm going in. Like, I know all this shit. Nah, man. When that happens, like, Gia was next to me. Yeah, and she was like, oh, my God. And, like, that's so oh, okay. cool. Yeah, I know her. So awesome. freaking She's cool. so funny. So fucking funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, meanwhile, yeah, Miles is uh, can't hack the computer, or the desktop's too cluttered, which is another j- fucking God. great joke in a second. So yeah, he's going to run out with uh, in the laptop and the monitor. Or the, <laughs> the, the tower the and the monitor. monitor. I love that. No, he's, so like, he's like, good news, by the way, don't need this. What's great about this movie is it's kind of self-aware. Everyone in the audience is like, why does he have the monitor? Yeah. And it's the first thing <laughs> Spider-Man says. He's like, we don't need this. They run out. Doc Ock's chasing uh, tombstones involved a bit. Everybody's freaking out. I, I, I love that. Oh. That's great. The, the, like they throw so many villains in this movie. It's just like we're not even really yep. going to mention that. that it's Tombstone. It's Tombstone. Yeah, if yeah, you know, yeah. you know. If you don't, you don't need to. That, they, they throw the name out at some point. I do like that really super quick line of where he's trying to figure out the password, and he says, "I can't believe I'm 35." Or I forgot what yeah, the line yeah, is, or whatever. Yeah. And then, oh, and you don't look a day <laughs> over. Yeah, whatever yeah, it was. yeah. I love that. I like that he seals the bagel when he run, it runs through, and like, hey, and then they all freak out, and they all have guns and shit. That was and, great. and then when he tosses it. it, you get again animation of like yeah. the doink, like the little, little thing. Of it. Um, going back to the, your point though earlier, like that, it's that might be one of the reasons why this movie not, is not doing as well as it is because it doesn't hold people's hands. It's not as accessible 
as something like Spider-Man. I don't Homecoming. think that's the thing. I because I mean everyone watching it is saying go watch it. I think people aren't watching it because it's animated. Yeah, that's I think possible. That's the main that's part possible. Right. of it. But yeah. I think it's like it's kind of it's a little bit far out there for an animated movie. And they don't. That's one of the things I love most about this. But as you like, you know, when you don't when you take a lot of risks in a movie, you you are ostracizing a little bit of your audience. Just because you're not holding their hands, you're not telling people who Tombstone is. Like you're just supposed to know this, and if you don't know it, sucks to be you. Like I couldn't remember his name the entire time. I'm like, it doesn't really fucking matter. But I think a, a novice coming into a superhero movie like this would be like, this is a little daunting to see all of these spiders together. No, I, I did a great job. I yeah. disagree because I, I think the whole thing of all right, no, no. one more time here. Who I'm I think they did a great job. I'm saying you're a new person who doesn't really know what Spider-Man is. You see that trailer. You're gonna go. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot for yeah, me. Yeah, and I, I do think there's some validity. In what I also saying. think the uh, the fact that they can't say, "Hey, people who don't really care about Spider-Man, Melissa McCarthy is so and so, and this voice actor is so like the the names are recognizable to people like us, but they're not like." These giant names that everybody knows. Oh, like so if, you don't see it in the trailer. If they would have gotten like G- no, no, but they would. Uh, but like, if they would have gotten like Jimmy Fallon to play somebody else or whatever, you know, like yeah. that, people would have been like, "Oh, these are actors I know. These gotcha. are huge stars." Sure. Uh, James I mean, Corden or whatever. Especially like, with my, I mean, Miles Morales being someone who I don't recognize. Yeah, right I didn't. I didn't. Right? Uh, you know, I forgot his name. I forget his name, but that perfect example. Shamik Moore was in a movie a couple years ago called Dope. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good movie, by the way. That was a fun movie. All right, so they run, they fight, they do all do, do they make it? Do they survive? We'll have to find out in a second. Because, ladies and gentlemen, this episode of Kind of Funny in Review is brought to you by Slack. Thank you to Slack for supporting the Kind of Funny Morning Show. Slack is a collaboration hub for work no matter what you do. Teamwork on Slack happens in channels where your information and conversations are organized around projects, offices, and teams. It's been great. We use it here every day. Every day. Uh, even weekends. Even weekends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we recently added Barrett. That was super simple when we did the the kind of funny game showcase uh we had to add uh jen to our channels because she was doing correct her pop agenda was we doing a channel for for us. af ideas where we just fill that out periodically throughout the weekends so we don't have to bother each other it's yeah. fantastic it's we fantastic also have that, like unlimited space i think too which is mm-hmm. awesome because we can just keep uploading files that's uh, our entire business is ran using slack, slack because like that's where we send thumbnails that's where we do everything we get to reduce emails and streamline our team co- communication save time and improve productivity it's easy and convenient and it works everywhere you go that's something that's great we have our phones at all times if we want to have notifications on boom great get mo- notified great if you want to turn them off we do great moment last night where greg said andy can you update the thermometer i said i don't i can get to it uh you know after the weekend i don't have my laptop and he's like oh i was pointed to where the photoshop file lived yeah here thanks, in the slack andy. channel Oh wait, you didn't do that. Joey did. Which I think Joey she did pointed it. me to Slack Ooh. on that. Why didn't you just say that in the thing? I didn't because know because you were doing it at ten thirty. I didn't know you had a laptop. You be quiet. Slack allows communication to happen too. at any time, even ten thirty at night on a Saturday. Do you Slack. know they have secret Slack channels? They don't tell you and me about. Oh, I guarantee they do. <laughs> we have one called Things for Andy. It's fun. It's not a secret, but it's fun. It's it was horrible. a secret. That's what I had to be directed to. I didn't know it existed. You didn't know about Things for Andy? No, I didn't know about Things for Andy. <laughs> do you want to start oh, a secret Slack channel with me? Yeah. Call Champ Champ. Slack is where. Work happens. Learn more at slack.com. That's slack.com. S L A C K. Dot com. Next up, Quip. Nick, what's Quip? Quip is an electric 
toothbrush, and it looks really dope when it sits <laughs> on your sink, and they got really good tasting minty toothpaste, which I need more of because I finished it on my trip to Buenos Aires. They, they send you the toothpaste, they send you the refill brushes, so you never need to go to the Whole store. Thing. Best part they about it, by easy. the way, uh, and, and this is no joke, and Josh Makuga can confirm this. It turns out I have been brushing my teeth for approximately one quarter of the time that I'm supposed to be brushing mm-hmm. my teeth. Quip has a built-in timer of two minutes, two and minutes. it'll pulse every 30 seconds when you change mouth quadrants. What which, are the again, quadrants, Nick? Please explain. Uh, upper left, left, uh, left, left, up, up. For the four quadrants of your mouth. It's Sunday. I, I, I love my right last year. Right you were just like, oh, this left. is so obvious and easy. And then you mess it up. Uh, upper left, <laughs> upper right, one. lower left, lower right. Yeah. The, the four quadrants <laughs> of your mouth. And it's great because it really does tell you, hey, take a second and remember that your teeth are very, very important. And this mm-hmm. will tell you. Because otherwise, if you, if you don't have that timer, let me tell you, you put the toothpaste on there, you put it down, you forget about brushing mm-hmm. your teeth. Yeah, you're just like, like, once a week. Do? Oops, I Brush forgot. heads are automatically delivered on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just $5. A friendly reminder when it's time for a refresh. And stay committed to your oral health. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. They're backed by over 25,000 dental professionals. And they have thousands of verified five-star reviews. Uh, Nick loves Quip. He's been using it. Gia uses it, too. Uh, uses Quip- it. Who? Makuga. And Makuga. There you go. McCugs! Quip starts at just $25. If you go to getquip.com slash KFMS right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. That's your first real refill pack free at getquip.com slash KFMS. And finally, this episode is brought to you by MeUndies, baby. Cheers! Am I wearing a MeUndies shirt right now? Yeah. Let's see him, Am boys. I wear- Let's What's see up? him, boys. Picture's worth a thousand words. What are you wearing? I'm not, I'm not, I don't have my MeUndies on today. I got mine on. Green. green. Oh, you How got you the avocado it? green? They call me the leprechaun. That's I got avocado <laughs> green. That's the avocado Star green. Wars going on, man. You want to see my pot of gold? <laughs> Welcome to that 70s show. Why are you doing the Chris Farley leprechaun? Please don't call me a pot of gold ever again. I'm the leprechaun. I know where your pot of gold is. It's in the middle I only wear MeUndies. Greg only wears MeUndies. But we now have a new inductee into the MeUndie lifestyle. Andy Cortez, what are your thoughts on your new MeUndies? And, well, you have some too. I have them on right now. Whenever, So I'm not wearing mine right now, unfortunately, because oh, I, really nice. I really need a wash. Uh, what is it? But I love the way they feel in your legs. For some reason, my legs feel more athletic Why with them so on. Why are they so high? And I, I'm not joking. They make you look good, dude. Yeah, they make you look great. You're not showing me enough to tell. They're super soft. <laughs> and uh, oh, one of them has avocados on them. Yeah. And I love them. Sushi. Kevin's got the sushi roll. Kevin's wearing sushi. Sushi. <laughs> Not popsicles. Actually, what MeUndies.com slash morning will get you 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee. That's MeUndies.com slash morning. We love them. Get MeUndied out today. I know they're stretchy, but how do you get so much fabric He just pulls, but He's got oh, bear-like strength. There's that gift that pain. exists. That's not pulling... Fabric from other places. Greg doesn't care. There's the Corey Cutney gift where Greg showed me his underwear and stretched it to about here. <laughs> the thing about it, you guys, I, I, I want to ask you guys this question about Greg. I just don't think he feels feelings the same way the rest of us do. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's Velcro. You know, it hurts my ears. It's probably it. I probably have I have less intense. Velcro hurts my ears. I have less oh, you intense can't feel but nerve endings, way better. but my hearing. Uh, mm. Velcro hurts my ears. <laughs> Thanks, Team Wolf. <laughs> They're so, fucking running through the woods and shit. All so right? visually awesome. I love the colors. I love this is the first time we really get a lot of oranges and yellows mm-hmm. and reds in the, the shock is most of the other movies kind of like this color scheme, which is my favorite color scheme. So dope. But the, the, the contrast that we <laughs> was your laptop. Uh, it, I just I love it. I think it's so cool. The trees look awesome. And like you just get a cool sense of them of how they're well, swinging. We and, also and have through. this is like the 
the payoff to like him not wanting to teach him how to like yeah. swing. Swip and really oh. But he's only got yeah, one. They, now, they each now, only yeah. have one of these. Now right? he's trying to teach yeah. him on the fly as they need to get away. Very cool. Yeah. It's cool. They're doing a pretty good job. But guess what? Doc Ock catches up to him. It looks like all is lost until Gwen Stacy swings on in, put, knocks out Olivia, takes everything. Hi, guys. Oh, my God. It's Gwen Stacy. I just got goosebumps. Yeah, He's right? Doesn't yeah, it go yeah. into her Nipples thing? Nipples are hard, Yeah, of course, yeah. Me Here's too, her, They right? run through her whole thing. Look yeah. uh, Then it's cut back to them on the bus. They're going back. They're having a little talk. Uh, Peter's laying there looking like he's asleep. He's not, though. He's just letting them talk. And, and uh, Miles and Gwen hitting it off. Great little chunk. moments, man. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Adorable. They're Meanwhile, both adorable. Kingpin's really pissed. You know what I mean? That this fucking happened. He needs his death machine in the, you know, one day. You got one day here or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, so uh, Doc Ock's super happy because she's like, it works. Right? Yeah, exactly. Have we, have we established why Kingpin's doing this yet? This is the scene. This is the scene. And, yeah. she, and she says, um, uh, d- doesn't Doc Ock say, it's our machine? Mm-hmm. Right? At the very, very end of it? Which, yeah, I, thought, he, which I thought was going to play a little bit more. Well, into he the, says, it's my machine to her. Yes. Yeah, the and very, then Doc Ock says, it's our machine. Yeah, she said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was it not the other way around? She no, was no. Saying that she gets the last word under her breath as Kingpin walks away. Which I thought would play more into the plot towards the end, but yeah, who cares? Not. Whatever. But yeah, the whole reason, of course, is that uh, Kingpin fighting Spider Man, almost going to kill Spider Man. His uh, wife and child saw it. They were horrified. They left in a fit of rage, maybe f- fear. Uh, they got in a car accident, were killed. So Kingpin's doing all of this to try to find his wife and son in the multiverse and bring them back. Which would just fuck over another kingpin, but he doesn't care about that. Vanessa, yeah, Vanessa, him. way more hateful in Daredevil Vanessa. season three. Oh, I liked, her. I liked her in that though. So yeah. Yeah. Um, what the season? They canceled it. It'll go somewhere else. Oh. Um, did we establish also that they can't they stay in this there. verse because they, they're getting sick? Oh, oh yeah, they have, the they have that. Well, yeah. when when he first decides he's getting team up with him or whatever. Right, right, right. Oh yeah, my Adams don't want to be in this universe. Yeah, yeah, so that's important. But then we go to Aunt May's house. Uh, for a, a touching reunion there of Peter who's lost his aunt and Aunt May who's lost her Peter. They get reunited. It's very sweet. And talk- she handles it real well. Yeah, exactly. Because down in the shed, which is amazing, yeah. the, the, this, uh, how fucking awesome this Spider-Man in this universe was. He's like, do you have one of these? He's like, yeah, but mine's a lot, a lot of <laughs> yeah, showy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's compensated yeah. for something. Yeah. Yeah. I got one of these too. I love how yeah. him walking in and he's just like, oh, this is too much. <laughs> <laughs> but they go past the spider buggy and all that stuff yeah. on the way down, which so is cool. Good. They get there. There's a million suits, including the Insomniac suit in the background. Such and a fun Yeah, thing. that's where uh, Penny Parker's introduced uh, Spider-Ham and Spider-Man Noir. And I love it because they're just like, let's do it one more time. And it's all over each other. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, just yeah, cutting yeah, to three yeah, yeah. and just going. It's so good, man. Exactly. This movie gets it. And so, yeah, they they know what they got to do. They got to do this. They got to go back. They got to get the thing. Uh, one of them will have to stay behind and die, though. Miles is like, no, you don't. I got powers. I can do that for you. Or he's like, okay, cool. What does he do? And they run through Miles' powers. He, he can't, can't do any of it on demand. He can't go invisible. He, he can't do can't the Venom strip. He can't do it on demand. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And so then the spider people break <laughs> off into a little thing where they're all like, hey, listen, we understand. But like Miles just isn't ready. But I'll talk shit about Miles. And he has gone invisible. And he goes up the little thing all by himself. And it's very sad. It's very sad to see him go away. Because he said his natural, I guess, reaction is like, I want to be invisible. I'm embarrassed right now, you know. It's, yeah. it's, like, it's really sense. cool yeah. seeing yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, Miles' first thing, devastated, his reaction is, of course, to go to Uncle Aaron's apartment to get some, you know, quality time with Uncle Aaron or at least talk. He starts writing a note about how he can't do what he needs to do and yada, yada, yada. While this is happening, though, the Prowler shows up. Great theme song. Oh my! I God. love the Prowler's music. It's so yeah, it's horrifying, scary. man. Yeah, scary. Uh, Miles has gone invisible. Uh, Prowler's walking around and Jump reveals scared. himself. Yeah, to be scared the shit out of uh, Uncle Aaron. <laughs> uh, talks to Kingpin on the phone or whatever. And then Miles leaves but bumps something. Prowler hears it. He's out. And he's now chasing uh, Miles along the way. Miles thinks he gets away, but he doesn't, in fact, get away. Uh, Miles falls back to the apartment. Or no, Aunt May's place. 
uh, there. Hey, this is what's happening. My, my uncle's the prowler. Yada yada yada. You're like, were you followed? No, I don't think so. Ding dong. Immediately they've been followed. Uh, this everyone like at the door, right? Yeah. This is like, hey, <laughs> yeah. like all the bad guys are at the door. <laughs> well, I, yeah, some of them break in from behind. I forget who's at the door. Maybe it's just uh, Scorpion. Yeah, but I don't remember. Cool design for Scorpion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah kind of yeah, like that. Darth Maul ish. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, the yeah, Return Darth of the Maul. Yeah. That's from something though, right? I've seen that before. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I love that from, he's but. like Puerto Rican too or Cuban. I, I couldn't really tell, but I just love that he has like, he mostly speaks Spanish. I think it's really yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He only speaks Spanish, right? No, he says a couple of English lines. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, they break yes in in Maze and be like, just take it outside. And then again, Nicholas Cage, who we haven't really talked too much about, just stealing the show with these lines. So so good. We, don't pick so the, we don't pick the ballroom. We just dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, fucking good. What was his one? There was one line that. Silence. Was, yeah. Sleep. Sleep. Yeah, I, I, so I was that a callback, a, a reference to the Raimi Spider-Man's, which was my favorite Sleep. one of Goblin. Oh, 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 I didn't think about that. You, I love, you never know because yeah, there's so many yeah. things. I really like the um, again the callback to Aunt May saying "Get out of here," where it's this thing breaks, that base yeah, yeah, is breaking, yeah. the, and it's him. all her face in the middle. And she's just like, oh, she with the bat. Like that's her main concern. Yeah. I think that's so funny and cute. They brawl around there. We got a bunch of good fight scenes, a bunch of good interaction, but it's mainly Prowler chasing Miles, who has the goober that uh, Penny and everybody was working on to replicate. Um, eventually, though, Miles and uh, Prowler battle up to the roof. It looks like it's about the end of this. Uh, Prowler has Miles. Uh, Give me the damn thing or I'm just going to kill you or whatever. And he, he, Miles pulls up his mask. Uncle Aaron understands. And he's like, you know, powerful, get man. Yeah, exactly. I thought that was such a great moment because I had no idea what was about to happen. Yeah, I was like... Yeah. Where, how is Prowler going to, or Aaron going to deal with this? Is he going to drop him? Is he going to save him? Is he going to turn to be a good guy? Is it like, there was so many different options and he, he puts him down, him getting, right? He was, yeah. He puts the mask to, back then, on. Yeah. He puts it on and then he gets shot. He gets shot by Kingpin or well, Tombstone. Did or, King, it's Kingpin. It's Kingpin. Yeah. yeah. Did he mean to shoot him? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He yeah. knew it was, yeah. he wasn't getting the job soft. done. You've gone soft. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Miles takes off with uh, Prowler's body. Uh, the battle rages on right there. Uh, we get Miles in the alleyway with uh, Prowler. Who, you know, uh, Uncle Aaron's like he let him down. You know, what I mean, he was trying to be somebody he could look up to. He couldn't, or whatever. Ooh, the waterworks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. While this happens, of course, Miles' dad's roll. You're the best. Up. Of, you're the best of us, Miles. Yeah. God yeah. Damn. He rolls up, comes down. We get like a, a, you know a, ver- a fairly classic comic book cover from everybody in the world but his mask up his hands up right and the cop behind him that knows yeah. who he is but not who he is uh miles goes invisible though gets away uh and then leaves his dad to find uncle aaron's body um miles falls back to his uh apartment with the goober or his his, his dorm room yeah. yeah with the with the goober uh spider people all sh- well, he gets there he's very upset he throws his uh, graffiti book out the window it gets thrown back in uh it's spider-man and team but it's just gonna be spider-man for a while talking to him about like hey man you're just not ready for this and we wish you were but you're not and we understand and you got to figure it out on your own time webs him to the chair takes the goober back talks about there's a lot of a lot of themes of leap of faith in this yeah of course yeah that's where he sets it up when i know i'm ready leap of faith uh, he bounces. They all bounce. They're going to go do this and just, you know, go to the collider, stop this, send everybody home. But Peter Parker, uh, while this, oh, they, this is also where we had the funny thing where the roommate pass gets knocked out, out of shock. Like, do, uh, do animals speak in your universe? I don't want to freak him out. Yeah, it was great. That was awesome. And the roommate is another reference to Genki, who's Miles's best friend in the comics, which we also, we kind of got a version of with Ned. In, yeah, Ned's kind of based on him. Guy in the chair. Yeah, yeah. So it's like both of them are kind of like. convincing wig ever. Weird. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I never just watched Infinity War again, and that's so in that one scene where yeah. he's like, We're all going to die! Holy shit! So good. So great. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, there was something else there. 
And the dad, I, the speech of the, the dad, dad comes out. Comes no, in. I know everybody. Hold oh, okay. on, don't knocks try. On the I door. understand. The dad okay, knocks fine. on the door. He talks to him. Which I'm always worried when they web the mouth because what if your sinuses are blocked? Right? Yeah, you're totally gonna die. You're gonna fucking die. Yeah. In a very, very touching scene of the dad talking to Miles through the door, but Miles can't respond. But you understand the dad's going through so much, and I think the dad. And I'm not. I'm speaking out of turn, but I think for a lot of people. You see elements of your father in that, that dad. My dad is very much the guy who is stoic and doesn't show that emotion. And I can sure. imagine that conversation, seeing shades of that with my father. Um, he, the dad walks away, you know what I mean, in Miles. This is his inspiration. We see the, the venom or whatever you want to say go through his, surge through his body. He busts out of the thing. He's ready to go be Spider-Man and save the day. But his first, well, we had a montage, obviously. But his first stop is to go to Aunt May's place. Uh, she's like, "What took you so long?" He takes one of the suits, he spray oh, paints it black. Oh my god! You god damn! This Which suit does he take? So good. I think this, he, he takes a classic spider. He takes the classic oh, one, spray paints it all, dude. One of the, the best scenes in any superhero movie. Any movie is so good because we all know we're gonna get the suit up scene. We know we're gonna get this like him becoming the hero scene. This movie just condensed it down. The editing was great. The we sound. get Aunt May. We get all this stuff that's so good. The visuals. Earlier in the movie, we see him when he, he tries jumping off this short building, and it's like, ah, as he falls yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this time, woo. it's woo yeah, as yeah, he yeah. jumps up. It's like but also, so isn't that where we visual get callbacks, shot. and that's where we get this yeah. fucking which shot. The beauty, awesome. the, the, which I never picked up on, because I'm not like you guys in a like a film, oh, I'm going to break down scenes or whatever, of like, upside this down is, world. It, like, no, what? Everything's been turned upside down for him. Oh, the main thing I, that people pointed out is that he, Grant, he's jumping downward, right? But it's him ascending as Spider-Man, yeah, right? And that's why and it, yeah. it something around. super fucking cool that they did going back to like this movie being unique and how much behind the scenes stuff they're putting out there. Sony released the script to this movie. Did you see this? Mm -mm. It's super freaking cool. The entire yeah. script, the final script of this movie is out online for free. You can just get it. And somebody edited uh, this scene, the what's a danger scene with mm, the, the script, it, yeah. script underneath it as the screen's like 50 50 and like you can see what they wrote and what it ended up turning into cool. and it's so, so cool, cool. we're like during this part this the script's like he like gets closer and closer to the edge like unsure or whatever and then he, he jumps off but he doesn't fall he rises up the screen and whatever it's just like oh my yeah. god this is so cool <laughs> yeah, the, the thought Damn. that the thought Here's that the glass still stuck to his hands because he was still a little scared but he still made the leap of faith. It's like so fucking great. What dude. is the song that's playing? When What's up, happens? Danger? That's fucking dope. It's so good. So good. That was just song. yeah. Just I want to see this movie again so bad right I know. now. Yeah. Yeah. Bumping I mean? that shit off super loud back home in my dad's 2014 Fuck Honda yeah. Civic. Hell yeah! Holy dude. shit, dude! Stock speakers, bro. <laughs> really loud. You get going that down crinkle. Yeah, it really is the sign <laughs> of a good song is when it blows yeah. one of your speakers in your dad's Honda. Driving down Jackson. Yeah, I love it, man. I so guess what? He's back. He's Spider Man. Hooray! But. While that's happening, uh, our team of Spider-Men and women have decided they need to infiltrate uh, Fisk Tower, where they're having a gala right now to celebrate the sacrifice Spider-Man did. And so all the waiters so and servers are dressed as Spider-Man, so it's easy like, for them to sneak in just dressed that, that way. <laughs> and it's just cuts them with little bow ties on walking in, and it's that simple. Uh, however, uh, Mary Jane is there as well. This universe is Mary Jane, which immediately throws Peter B. Parker into a loop-de-loop -loop of ha feeling like he has to talk to her but not being there. And everybody's trying to talk him out of it. It's the bread conversation. Can we yeah. bread? Oh, I'm yeah. I'm going to bring you so much bread. <laughs> I should have bought you more bread. <laughs> I should have been more attentive to your needs. Uh, it's like funny. It's, okay. it's really, really well done. And uh, then it's back to the mission at hand or whatever. Uh, there's another rumble from the basement as they do it. And I, I something happens where they it all pops off and they got to go down there and all the Isn't shit's it, like, breaking. Like crash through the elevator or something. 
That's what I'm trying to say. I, I forget how we get from. Get down I feel like this scene is the weakest of the movie. Not that I it's bad, it. but I just feel like it, it slowed things down in a way that I was like, they infiltrate because of this. Whatever they needed to yeah. do, they do do. I guess whatever, and they get to <laughs> they get to go down there, and they're working on it, and the, the colliders are starting to go, and all hell's breaking loose, and buildings are coming through, and they're gonna fight, but how are they gonna do it? And they gotta get the goober, and then Miles comes in like, oh my god, it's Miles, and he's fucking awesome, and he's doing crazy cool shit, and Gwen and Spider Man are like, I didn't teach him that. Did you teach him that? No, it's like he's just fucking rad. He's just fucking he's rad. Just rad. He's man. just doing the do. So again, a bunch of cool fights are happening here. You know what I mean? I think Scorpion's back, right? And doesn't he makes the crack about cartoons or whatever? And mm-hmm. then Anvil gets dropped on him, and fucking Spider Ham kicks the shit out of everybody with his mallet. And it's just fucking beautiful. Gold. Everything's great. He's Everything's fucking great. Pocket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We get up there, then and it's time to say goodbye. Everybody's got to jump into their hole to get out of there. Which was such a surprise for me. Like I was saying this earlier, like this is Miles' movie. I was shocked that they left so, him for the final so, battle. They, there was so much movie left. Yeah, the final battle. They leave. Yeah. They're like, no, it's yeah. it's good. Even Peter B. Parker. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a great call. Yeah. And I think that's awesome too, right? Everybody leaves and goes, you know, and then we get the thing with Gwen if you, you know, when you're, if you want to, I think we're friends now or whatever. And then it is down to Peter B. Parker who doesn't want to leave. And, but it's Miles calls him on his bullshit, right? It's not that he doesn't want to leave because he doesn't think Miles can do it. He doesn't want to leave because he doesn't want to go back to that life mm-hmm. and try to f- have to deal with his adult problems and his Mary Jane problems and all these different things. And Miles turns it around and does the leap of faith thing on him again and lets him go. And it's awesome. And I'm tearing up talking about it right now. So it's that, such a great moment. That's all, folks. Can you say that legally? <laughs> Yeah. What a great fucking line. You know what I mean? Uh, and so then, yeah, it's Wilson Fisk versus uh, Miles Morales. And Miles gets his ass kicked. I mean, he gets in a lot of good shots, but he gets his ass kicked for a little bit. But, you know, his dad shows up and Miles sees that. And it's the classic Spider-Man shit of, you got to get back up. You're Spider-Man. And so, yeah, he gets back up and eventually does the hey. Venom strike so on dope. Wilson, and then I while he was that. fighting, all the brothers showed the up, hate? or all the yeah, the, it the, didn't do it for me. I don't uh, know why. The fa- Wilson's family from every dimension got and to see watch, him be an asshole yeah. and run away, and, and that. It's it, such a fucked up like moment where it's like, hey, now you're screwed. Every version fucking gets every the universe is yeah. possible. Yeah. You're an asshole, <laughs> right? But Miles Venom strikes him. Everything stops. He stops the thing. Uh, oh, he actually throws Wilson into the the goober button, sets it off, blows up everything, saves the multiverse. Hooray! Uh, then it's outside, yeah, and uh, you know Miles' dad is trying to clean up everything, keep everybody safe. Miles calls him. It's the first time he's talked to him. We left this out that they weren't, you know, we you already knew they didn't talk at the dorm room, but they haven't had contact in quite a while. Um, calls him, they talk, but he, you know Miles cuts it off early and comes down as Spider Man and does his like horrible. I'm a kid trying to change my voice. They like, what's up, officer? Yeah. <laughs> so fucking good. And then drops and then hugs him. Gives him a big hug. Yeah, yeah. and tells him I love yeah. you as he walks away. Like, so fucking good. Yeah. I saw people had problems with that. I was like, oh, I thought that was it was a great. great. Scene, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, do, I do have problems like, with it. What? Because, like, story wise, it's just like, okay, so he, he now knows he's Spider Man. Like, there's no way he doesn't know. Well, he was confused. I, even if he's confused, the n- next time he thinks about it, he'll be like, that's my son. Yeah, but you wouldn't, like, I mean, realistically speaking, you wouldn't be like, my, like, why would you think my son? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if he knows. Like, because if I saw someone sweet, before, if I saw someone that vaguely looked like like had Andy's shape, and then they hugged me, I'd be like, I, I wouldn't jump to the well, conclusion you're not Andy's Andy's I know, but it, it's, but it's that. But then it's also like the day before they literally had the big scene about the "I love you," like about how he said it, and then for him to say it, it's I, like that's my, all. my biggest thing about it is. You're probably right. Yeah. I mean, right now in current continuity, right? Miles Morales, Spider-Man number one. I was talking to you about it. I, I loved the book and I read it, but I hadn't, I've been lapsed on what's happening ever since Miles came to 616. So the fact that the parents do know, and like, it's this weird thing where the dad used to be a shield agent and shit like that. But it's like, 
Okay, cool. That universe can't exist that way still. Mm-hmm. They can know. Whatever. I was fine with it. I hope he does know. I, I always think it's weird when... I mean, I'm not against him knowing. I just yeah. thought it was weird if... If they if go gonna play it off that he doesn't that he know, doesn't know that's fucking bullshit. I just I feel like that was a moment that was needed. He had to it say was great. It was, I thought, he had to for the movie, that. I thought it, it was, was closure. Great. Um, and then Wilson Fisk is webbed up by the friendly neighborhood Spider Man. Then we get Miles with the fucking graffiti sticker, yeah. dude. Yeah, 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 so tight. And so then we get yeah, uh, you know, let's do this one more time for real. Last time, whatever. Oh, it's Miles Morales. Let's and just go, baby. A stirring speech. Everybody asked me where I cry in this movie because I've talked about crying. I tear up. Throughout it for everything this speech at the end and when he says we're you know We're all spider-man and we can wear the mask kind of thing that makes me cry because again That's why I think comic books have been such an influence on my life right of anybody can be the good guy Anybody can do make the hard choice to do good things or be a better person That's one of them and then it's the tribute to Stan Lee in there that makes me cry every time too because the music stops and it's dead quiet Just yeah. the quote up there. It's like, oh Absolutely. my god, right? Uh, then it's yeah uh, post credit scene with 2099 did I skip a post credit scene? No, there's just the one. Well, there's the, just one. Yeah, there's just the one the, cool. with Miguel, which is cool. I was ex- I was expecting there. that voice to be different, or uh, who's the, who voiced Oscar, him? Oscar, Oscar Isaacson. Oscar Isaac, Oscar it wasn't. Isaacson. Oh, okay, that's awesome. Because like yeah. I could have sworn I Googled it and it wasn't him. That's it, awesome. That's awesome. awesome. Okay. He's so perfect. As that interesting person number one in the credits because the credits roll before they reveal that it's yeah the uh, voice 20. of uh, they Metal Gear Solid Four the AI yeah. I forget who the AI is or not, yeah the AI I person the AI about. is someone not as but it was also that was interesting person number two right yeah yeah, yeah. and it's just so brilliant because it's also setting up whatever the next one will be. I think, isn't it supposed to be Spider-Women next time or whatever? There's two. two. Okay. doesn't matter. But, like, he's the first guy now that has it, has the, you know, the spider wristwatch, basically, that lets him go on his own and decide and change and probably keep his molecules stable and shit like that. Yeah. And then use it in such a funny way to go back to the the meme. Do we know who voiced the 67 Spider-Man meme? I don't know. Because that was a really good, like kind of call back to that but I don't yeah I don't, I don't know who it was yeah I think it was the original voice actor actually yeah you think so you, you think so mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> came all the way back yeah is there any chance he's still alive no absolutely it's possible that they just used some of the stuff that he did originally I'm not and I'm so yeah. unfamiliar with the original clip that yeah, yeah I, don't I don't know, know how much I didn't, of, I didn't like, get that joke per se but it's a meme it's a meme yeah I get yeah I, I get I understand that now it was, it was a meme Nick, oh, Nick. do you know what a meme is no I have to watch American meme and on, the end uh, it's over Netflix the end it's over there's some weird like Gwen's kind of talking to him mm. shit once again there was another post credits right was that post credit was that did it? That, that was, was right that's right before the, the credits that was like the right before the credits yeah okay how is she doing that I know what do you mean how is she doing that we'll figure it out in the sequel her how new, yeah, she how's back? she coming back to him? How's she open a little portal? The the watch Miguel. She was has. wearing the watch. I'm sure it's now. It's now. I mean, yes, I'm sure it's just like every. Now we didn't they, even they know all, Miguel had it yet. I know, Kevin's because time's a flat circle. It doesn't matter what we <laughs> know. What we don't know. It's what do they know? We'll right? figure like, it out in the sequel. I'm sure we will. Yeah, sure we will. Uh, now it's time to rank the Spider-Man movies. Wait, hold on, hold on. Ooh. Were they born? Born in labs. Now it's time to rank that flab. Fat nice. Peter Parker nice. was not well, fantastic decision. Fantastic so good, decision. so good. And the fact that they kind of committed to it the entire time. There were scenes where he was like skinnier when he was being more actiony, but then there were scenes where he's just so puddly, and it's so fun. There's so mm-hmm. like the, every scene where he talks about it, it's just so good. But he's he's just like, like, yeah, I work out still. I was in my apartment doing crunches, push-ups, and just him eating pizza. Love it. So so. He's number one on the flab list. Fantastic! Wow, a new number one. Whoa. Oh, man. Crazy. And that's, that's exciting. I don't know. 
No, no, no. <laughs> that was all sorts okay. of sports. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Rad Guys Talk Bad Guys, the podcast within a podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside my Hispanic heartthrob, Andy Cortez. Hey, what's up, guys? And the glue, Kevin Coelho. Uh, it's been a while, so let's start at the top. Ragu Bagu, volume two. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> having a yeah, stroke. No, yeah, yeah. The current standings for all the Spider-Man villains, starting at the bottom, go number six: Venom, New Goblin, Sandman, Spider-Man Three. Number five: Elon, Evil, Evil Elon, Elon Musk. Musk, and Riot, and whatever one that one was. Number Venom. four: Electro and Gobney, or Gonby is what I wrote. <laughs> number three: Norman Gosborn. Number two: Lizzie. Number one: Doc Con, which I think is Doc Ock, not Doc Connors, which is Lizzie. Yeah. Remember, whatever I write in list is, is is the list. So that's the list. It's easily number one. Of course. Put it at number one. We're talking about, we're giving it to Kingpin, right? Kingpin, yep. yes. All right, that was it. And, and Kingpin you know. Kingpin at right. all. Yeah. Okay, I like that. And it's, it's see, as I said, it autocorrected to Kingpin eat all. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. That's, how, that's how the well, list what is What do you have now. something to say, Nick? Oh, no, I was going to say, oh. I just, I didn't, the, I love this movie, and obviously we're going to rank it fairly high, if not the highest in the list, I assume, but Kingpin for me was the weakest part of this movie. I just didn't, I was like, he's just kind of a generic bad guy to me. His motivations for wanting to find his family, I kind of get that, but we just didn't explore it, and I just didn't feel like it was nearly it. as yeah, compelling. I, well, I just didn't feel like it was nearly as compelling as Mike, uh, uh, Michael Keaton's character in uh, in Homecoming. Sure. I, I yeah. totally agree with yeah. you. I feel like it was serviceable. It did the it's, job. It, it I didn't it dislike was. it, but it also it wasn't as good as the good guy stories. That's yeah, what yeah, I thought. 100%. We had so many good. We had so many good yep. good guy stories that I don't need to focus on. Yeah, yeah, I don't need to worry about. But but I, I, I do think, think was, he's easily number one. Yeah, I, I don't. I, like I'm I said, sorry, I don't yeah, think it was. The, I don't yeah. think it was yeah, exactly to the detriment of the movie. I just feel like that was the one thing where I'm like, you know, especially coming hot off the heels of uh, season three of Daredevil, mm. where they do Vanessa. such a fucking good job with Kingpin and he's making incredible. Him terrifying without and, ever and leaving make, a room. Yeah, like he doesn't <laughs> leave the fucking room the entire time. Well, technically, that was spoiler. No, I know. I know. Uh, but um, but you know, he, they did such a good job there that I'm like, that's a great way how, how you set that that character up, and you actually almost empathize them at, at certain points. Hundred percent. I, I think that the, the like motivation, like the reason behind it was so good in the sense that like it did give this whole story like it was the purpose. Like it, it was the starting point, you know, and we didn't need this, you know, 40 minute backstory yeah. or whatever. It was just we that clip and shot. you understand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, you know what's happening and he's trying to get his family back. It's great. Little family. Uh, all Dumbass right. kid. I wouldn't want to get him back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If they can't understand it, where do they think all this money was coming from? All right. What do you think your John Gotti's kid is? What is he, a fucking car dealer? Exactly. You know what your family business is. You know what you get yourself into. Dumb little kids. Time to rank the Spider-Man movies. At number six, we have Spider-Man 3. At number five, we have Spider-Man. Number four, we have Venom. Number three, we have Spider-Man 2. Number two, we have The Amazing Spider-Man. And number one, we have The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Wait, what? Yeah, you you just made that up? Like, you changed that on your own, or what's up? What? Did you just say it? You flipped Spider-Man 2 and... Spider-Man what? three. No, no? said number one. We have the Amazing Spider-Man two. Okay, all right. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I'm so confused. Yeah. This is the rankings as yeah. we stand. I just said what because it's a bad ranking. It is. Yeah. That's cool. That's I fair. thought I heard. I, mean, I agree. I it's by committee. Yeah. This was voted on. Bunch of it's dumb the guys. best we could agree on. It is what it is, guys. So where, to, does, where does Into the Spider Verse go? Ooh, number one. Tricky I'm thinking one, maybe because like after watching Venom again, I don't know. Does anyone disagree? He wasn't in the movie. So this is number one. Uh, this is easily no, number yeah, one. Now. This cool. Easily number one. New number one. Into the Spider Verse. Now the more important question. I don't have this ranking. No, we don't need to put it. Okay. Like, this is just like a conversation. Is it better than Homecoming? Because obviously Homecoming was would have been number one otherwise. Mm-hmm. Homecoming I, uh, into the Spider-Verse. I think it's better than Homecoming. Um, 
when Homecoming came out, it's a movie that I I love, but not as much as everybody at the table, I feel. I feel like I'm the only one who, when we did the final MCU rankings, I had it the lowest. I still think it's a great movie, but um, I think the villain is the strongest part of Homecoming, probably. Like, so I, the, the, not the strongest part, I would say. No, I'd say it's probably that, yeah, one no, of the strongest I'd, parts. Yeah, probably, yeah, I guess so. But I would say the Michael Keaton, the villain there, is stronger than the movie in, in uh, than the villain in Spider-Verse, mm-hmm. which is Kingpin. I'd say that's the only thing it has on it. Um, I do think overall, not only visuals, obviously, but story, motivation, you really, I mean, I, I want to say you really caring for the character. We cared for Tom Holland as well, but I just think well, I... Yeah, you he's can, buried in the rubble, great, and you're like, fuck! Great down here! Yeah, I, I still think everything came together better here. I don't know. I, it, it's hard to explain why. I think you just mm-hmm. need to watch him. Okay. <sighs> I think that uh, Homecoming goes first. It's th- that reveal where you're like, oh, shit, he's the villain was such a big moment for me. And the movie theater, this movie had a lot of amazing moments, but like, man, I love Homecoming. Great. I wasn't prepared for this. I didn't know we were trying to pick our children here on the train jacks. Yeah. Why don't you, uh, you want me to come back to live? You can come back to Okay, come back to Nick. Uh, I, I like Homecoming better, but not by a wide margin. I think that you don't get into the Spider-Verse without Homecoming. Mm-hmm. I think Homecoming was the movie we all needed from a live-action Spider-Man movie sure. coming off. What was, again, you might you have your opinion on the, uh, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man and the Amazing Spider-Man. You can have your opinion on them, right? But but um, you can have your opinion on them. They're bad. Kevin, <laughs> please stop. Um, well, I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> so you, you go Homecoming? Yeah, Homecoming. I feel like Homecoming and Into the Spider-Verse are exactly equal for me. And if I had to choose one, I'm going to go Into the Spider-Verse only because I saw it a second time and I was just like every single thing I liked about it the first time, I liked even more the second. Will I change my mind in the future? Possibly. When it comes down to it, I feel like Homecoming is so important and so good because it did what was impossible, which is make a good Spider-Man movie after we had seen so many bad ones. So many, yeah. so, so many movies. So many Spider-Man movies. So many origin stories. And for them to come out, not have to do the origin story, and have it make sense, have good villains, train. have have a, a cast of characters that didn't make us go like, oh, great, it's Mary Jane again, and oh, it's this again, it's oh, it's this again. It's like they created a world that is authentically Spider-Man while uh, paying tribute to everything else but not overdoing it, and I thought that was impossible. Then we get this, and they do an origin story, and it's the best origin story. Like, we just got seven to 10 origin stories in one movie and all of them were fucking perfect like pitch perfect and at the end of the day to me it's the style like spider-man's my favorite comic book character of all time there's nothing i love more than like hip-hop and jordans and all that shit in this movie and the fucking neon pink and blue this movie was kind of just like a weird ass like we're just gonna do something that tim couldn't even fathom wanting and Mm -hmm. they accomplished it in so many different levels so I feel like right now I would say I think it's Spider-Man. without a doubt one of the coolest movies that has ever existed just and, in terms of right. yeah. the vibe yeah. and everything. It's the same sort of vibe that when I walked out, I felt jealous that I wasn't a part of it, that I, yeah. that I didn't help. That just like, man, it must have been so cool being one of the collaborators, whether it's an artist or a MoGraph or music, whatever the hell you were doing, right? Uh, and it reminded me of Scott Pilgrim. I had the same feeling mm-hmm. too yeah. where it's like, it must have been so cool that you have this playground of we can do whatever the hell we want because it is an animated movie and because it isn't going to be your typical sort of Marvel movie that is a, you know, Marvel movies are fairly cookie cutter. I think we can say that. 
Um, this movie is completely different. And I do think I had lower expectations going into this. Well, obviously not after the reviews or whatever. But when the when the trailer revealed that Peter Porker is there and Noir Spider-Man and uh, Penny Parker, I remember, I think we mentioned on the morning show that I was like, this is kind of worrying me because I'm scared it's going to yeah, take away the lot, focus yeah. from Miles. And I don't want this to be a smorgasbord of like, hey, it's, you know, even though Lego and Lego Batman and even the Lego movie are good movies, there's a lot to sort of process. And this movie just, I think, blew away any expectation that I had. And I think visually it's so important that this movie, in addition to just doing Spider-Man again and doing it right, it does something new for animation. Like, we've mm. never seen something look like this where it's like, I remember seeing the trailer for the first time. It's like, Being like is this like animated claymation? Like, what's going on? And it's its yeah. own unique thing. And going back to the, a lot of the same people worked on it with Lego Movie. Like, when I first saw the trailer for Lego Movie, I'm like, I've never seen anything like this. It looks sort of stop motion. It like, looks what? weird. It, yeah. it can't be because it right. can't actually be real shit. I think it's fucking cool. Greg. Uh, surprising myself, I get, but not really when I think about it and how the movies affect me. It's into the Spider-Verse. Um... I think it's it's weird because it's grading on, not on a curve or anything, but like I love Homecoming so much for all the reasons you pointed out, and like obviously it fitting so well into the MCU, and obviously it being a, a new take on Spider Man after we've seen so many different iterations of it on the silver screen. Uh, but into the Spider Verse, as I tweeted after seeing it, right, like Spider Man Homecoming didn't make me cry multiple times in multiple viewings. Spider Man Homecoming, I like I'm buying into the Spider Verse as soon as I can, right? On Blu-ray. Like I don't buy physical media. I want this. This right? is gonna look so and great I want to play this screen. and I want to watch it over and over again. And I want it to, it will be a movie I think I just click on just to have on or do whatever with, right? I think it established its characters so well. It introduced them to I mean like, you know, Tim, you're a Spider Man fan. I'm a Spider Man fan. We love comics. To sit there and see Miles Morales as the star of this movie, to see people now know who Spider Gwen is and understand that to in a different way they didn't before, right? But back to what I had tweeted about after, right? Like, this movie is why I love comics. Like it it, it is a comic book when you, you you're it's a comic book you're watching. You understand I, I don't know if that reads to people who don't read comic books, but the pacing, the storytelling, the presentation, like the motivations, the speeches, like it's very much, you know, they get to break the fourth wall and talk to you in a very, very uh, comic book way and express what they're trying to do and what their point is. It does feel like a six issue arc like yeah. for a trade. And I think that, uh, as I was saying earlier, when there's the different co covers that come up, I yeah. think there's six of them. Like, I mm -hmm. think that this movie is actually paced. Where each bit's supposed to be its own standalone story. That's really cool. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I'm it's just it it's yeah. a stellar achievement. Yeah. I can't wait. To, I hope that, like you're saying, it gets the awards it deserves and stands yep. out. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is the final episode of Kind of Funny's Spider-Man in review for now, at least. Yeah. I'm sure that there will be more Spider-Man movies. Home. Oh wait, no, you're right. That's an MCU yeah. interview that will return uh, and Captain Marvel, all that stuff. Uh, next week begins. Kind of Funnies, Fast and Furious in review. Every week, starting next week, we're going to do Fast and Furious, the, the Fast and the Furious, then Too Fast, Too Furious, then The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, then Fast and Furious, then Fast Five, then The Fast and the Furious Six. Oh, so you taking notes? AKA Furious Six, as the title says, then Furious Seven, then The Fate of the Furious, and then later in the year. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Oh, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> exactly. Is that what they're calling it? Yeah. yeah. Oh That's, great. yeah. That's great. That's great. Let's fucking go, baby. <laughs> this has been a lot of fun. Until next week. Thanks for swinging by.